Hey everybody, so it's me, Bianca, with Misunderstood Girls of the Bible. Now let me tell you, this is going to be a great journey that we're going to share as I go through the Bible with you and tell you about the amazing women that we know and love, but some of y'all misunderstand that story. So we're going to start in Genesis. Now, normal people are like, oh, we're going to go through the women of the Bible. We're going to start in Genesis. Let's start with Eve. No, nah, we're going to skip Mama Eve today. And we're going to go to my homegirl, Dina. Now, let me tell you about Dina. Okay? Now, she comes into the Bible and she disappears as quickly as she comes. But her story is powerful. Okay? So, let's dig into the story. So, we see... Jacob, we know his story about how he went from Jacob to Israel. But let's talk about his time when he was Jacob. So Jacob had a wife named Leah. Leah gave him six sons. He, you know the story. He wasn't stunning her. So her seventh child was a girl. Okay. And she named her Dina, which means her judgment. Now, Dina was of age, you know, whatever. Like many of us girls, you know, whatever. We want to like explore the world, see all this and that, blah, blah, blah. So Dina called herself one day, getting up out the house. She got dressed or whatever, put a little outfit on. She was cute. You know, she was popping. She was smelling good or whatever. And she decided that she wanted to go out into the neighborhood and, like, meet the other girls, right? Like, like they just moved to this area, you know, or whatever. And they're like, I'm, I'm going to see what's popping, right? So the Bible says she went out to meet the women of the land. So as she go out there, now this dude, rich, fine. You know, whatever, he spot her. And he like, yo, shorty bad, like, I got to meet her. So the Bible talk about that he took her, okay? But because, you know, or whatever, she didn't really understand where she was at. Because, see, you got to remember, Dina was one of them shelter children. You know, she was like many of us, you know, uh, young girls, Christian girls like that. You know, our mama's real strict, daddy real strict. You know, don't know nothing about nothing, whatever. So the Bible talk about that he desired her so bad that he took her and he raped her. Yes, y'all. He raped Dina. Now, this is her first time in the neighborhood, all this type of stuff. But the Bible talk about, you know, whatever, like after her rape or whatever, he fell in love with her, like madly in love. Like the walk was so good. You know, I guess it was like a water park in there or something. I don't know. But he fell so deep in love with her that he wanted to marry her. So this dude... Okay, now you got to remember at this time period, okay, like women really didn't have much worth outside of her bride price. And her bride price was really negotiable based on, you know, was she a virgin? Now, like bodies matter back in the day. Now y'all talk, oh, it don't matter about bodies, baby. Back in the day, bodies meant everything for a woman. So he go to his daddy, who the king or whatever. And he like, yo, daddy, I got to have this girl. Like, I need her in my life. Like, he was so in love. He was sprung. Like, dude was crazy. Okay, like mad crazy, like like, bro, you just raped this chick, and now you want to marry her? Like, why do you do other way around, right? So the daddy who loved his son, it's very obvious that this prince Hamer or whatever, um, was I'm not Hamer. The daddy name was Hamer, but the uh, son name was Shechem. So Shechem must be, you know, the daddy favorite or whatever. So the daddy go to to Jacob, and he like, yo, you know, I'm sorry, you know, to let you know this, but you know, your daughter or whatever, and my son, you know, they got a little thing going on. Like, let's get married, basically, right? And Jacob Jacob bothered me in this story because he was too calm. Like, the he was really silent 
in this story. Maybe not as silent as Dina, but he was too silent for me. Like, as a father, like, you should have been busting tables, breaking backs. But, so when the daddy came to talk to Jacob, right? Now, the sons had heard the dude was coming. So, his sons was out there, you know, like, daddy security were listening to the story. So, when they found out that they sister got raped, oh, baby, it got hot. Especially... Dina's full brothers. Now she got a bunch of half brothers, but her full brothers, Simeon and Levi. I mean, Simeon, Levi, whatever you want to call Simon, Simeon, whatever y'all want to call his name. But Simon and Levi, baby, they got hot. Okay, I need me some brothers like Simon and Levi, baby. So they go to the date like, oh, okay, you want to get married? They was like, well, sorry, boo, we don't deal with uncircumcised foods. So you're going to have to do something about it. They was like, you know, what you gonna do and so basically they tricked the day you gotta remember they a family full of tricks you know or whatever and they daddy was a trickster they granddaddy laban was a trickster so what you think the grandkids gonna be you know so um basically or whatever and they they great grandma was a trickster too or did they yeah their grandmama their grandmama was a trickster um uh Rebecca. Rebecca was a trickster. You know, she was a lie and a half too. So they tricked the daddy and they was like, um, we'll, we'll marry our daughter to you and the other women in our family if y'all get circumcised, right? So the other people got happy. They like, hey, like, this about to be dope because, you know, Jacob was rich. They like, we about to get all this cattle. We about to get this land. And we about to get some fine women out of this. Like, they was all hyped. So all the men in the community was like, yeah, we're going to do this, whatever. Like, go on, cut it off, daddy. Let's, let's do it, right? So the Bible say, okay, that they had got circumcised. Now, you know when you get circumcised, you want some pain, okay? But the Bible say on the third day. Somebody say on the third day. On the third day, you got to do it for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you about this. You got to have that power. So on the third day, the Bible talk about how Simon and Levi and all them went into the city, baby. And they killed everybody. They started off with the rapists, the daddy, all the men. They killed everybody. Then they went to the city, baby. They took all the land. They took the jewels. They took the women, the cattle, everything. They said, uh, this one is for Dina, okay? They went in there good and ready, okay? And so, you know, they did all this. Or whatever, and then they rescued their sister. Now, what y'all didn't know about this story is not only did this man rape their sister, he had her hostage in his house. They were like, No, you don't know, you don't know us. No, you messed with the wrong chick. Okay, not our sister. So then all of a sudden, right? I'm so well, I don't like Jacob in this story. So then Jacob, being the daddy, should have been happy that his sons had enough respect and honor and morals to go rescue their sister he gonna get mad at the brothers he like now y'all done made me look like a fool so instead of being like you know i applaud y'all congratulations thank you or whatever for what you're doing you know this is what i'm talking about you know this one for the family nobody gonna disrespect my family this fool gonna go off on his sons say now y'all got me look like a fool now i stink amongst the people in the neighborhood what really jacob but let me tell you how cool the brothers were. They was like, whatever, daddy. You can say what you want. But let me tell you how dope they had. They said, okay, I hear you. But they was like, so you saying that our sister should be treated like a whore? Not a daughter of Israel. You saying my sister supposed to be a hoe now? What? And so that's the story of Dina. But let me tell you how powerful her story is. We need to be like Dina's brothers. Okay. 
there's a lot of us in situations where we see abused women and we talk about we want to be peaceful and all this raggedy stuff like Jacob. No, y'all need to be like Simon, Simon, whatever y'all want to call his name. My people like to argue about his name. Simon, Levi, you need to be like them, the brothers. Okay? And we need to fight for abused women. We need to take these rapists, these molesters, these abusers down. We are not covering up for abusers no more. The Bible has given us the instructions. Okay? Whoop they tail. Lock them up. Take everything from they don't deserve it. Because they stole something that was precious. And so we don't really hear much about Dina anymore. In the Bible until around the 46th chapter when they list the generation, the lineage of Jacob. And we see her in there. Now, uh, many rabbinic circles have different views of this um, story. You know, many people uh, try to say maybe she was not raped. They think that, you know, maybe she could have been more of seduced and she felt for the eggplant. But I, I disagree. But that's just me. You know, could the Bible say, and I just go with what the Bible say that, that she was raped. Okay. He took her and he lay with her, but many people, like I said, they argue with it because they tried to compare her with the story of Tamar. And this is why we got to stop that in the body of Christ and in our society. Stop comparing stories of abuse. Yes. We read in the Bible, Tamar and her story that she cried out. We may not know what Dina did, and we can't say she did or didn't. Many people like to compare because we say we read in Deuteronomy where it talks about the quote unquote the rules of uh, virginity or something like that. I, I guess that's the the way I'm gonna call it today. Where it talks about you know if a woman uh, is pure, you know, and a man takes a virginity, you know, or whatever that he has to marry her, he has to pay a bride price, um, and it has to be this amount. Um, and then the Bible talks about if she was engaged and then you took it from her, you owe this amount of money. You still got to marry her. But on top of marrying her, you can never send her back home. Right. So if she a bad housewife or she this, this and that, you can't never send her back to her daddy house. That's what you get, you know. And so many people like to put all the little stuff in the story, but we ain't got time for all the little details. OK, that's after the fact. We ain't talking about Moses and them and Deuteronomy. We're talking about Jacob and Genesis. Now, many people bring that up because. Moses wrote Genesis, okay? Um, but that to me, I think, is, is one of the problems in our society that we like to do too much in dissecting, you know, abuse and why it happened. And happened. You know, he raped her. Shechem raped Dina. He stole her, her virginity. And he stole her peace. We never hear about she got married. We don't know she had children. There's many people that said she had a child with Shechem. Um... And if you look in the lineage, many people say that uh, her child was technically, um, I believe the baby name was Saul. And in the Bible, it's in the son, Saul, the son of the Canaanite-ish woman. But we don't know. We don't know. You know, that's many theories, you know, as people study the word. But before I end this Bible story, you know, I got to always have some type of tidbit, how it relates to black history somewhat. The word Dina, the name Dina, the story of Dina is very actually, is, is, is very powerful and, and it's attached to black history. So during the civil rights movement, many Union soldiers, when they went and they fought and they went to go rescue slaves and things like that in the South, they would say, oh, come out, oh, Sambo, you are free. Come out, oh, Dina. 
right? And so the story of Dina and how her brothers went out and took her out of the house of Shechem to freedom is a story that many people during that time period knew about. And they related that story to what they were doing in the Civil War in freeing black women and black men out of slavery. Um, and so they would call black women Dina, you know. And so I thought that was really cool to know, you know, when you hear about, you know, different things from the Civil Rights Movement and not really understanding, I mean, Civil War and Civil Rights and how they all have this strong biblical context. And so I really hope you guys enjoy this story. This is our little first love podcast episode of Misunderstood Girls of the Bible. I want y'all to know the Bible is amazing. The stories are powerful. And I want you to remember that God loves you and that you are important to him and that you are worth far more than rubies and that everything is really going to work out just fast. Let's believe in God. Let's pray. You know, knowing that all things work together for his good. We read Romans 8 and 28. And we need to know that those that love the Lord, amen, who are called according to his purpose, amen, everything that we go through. And if you know a woman who shared a story like Dina, or you may be in a situation like Dina, where you are going through strong abuse, and someone stole something from you, I want you to rise up. And know that you are going to come out of this. She probably thought that it was over. We don't know her cries. We don't know her story. Because the Bible tells what her name. They tell what happened to her and she went away. But know, know that you are a fighter. And that there is someone fighting for you. And that they will be there for your rescue. And so I will be seeing you guys again next week for another edition of Misunderstood Girls of the Bible.